Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 145 I will magnify thee, O God, my King, and I will praise thy name for ever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee and praise thy name for ever and ever. Great is the Lord and marvelous, worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another, and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of thy might, of thy marvelous acts, and I also tell of thy greatness. The memorial of thine abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering, and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O God, and thy saints give thee thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom, talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. Thy, everlast, thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all such as fall, and lifteth up those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hands, and fillest all things living with pleasantness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. 
The Lord is nigh unto all of them that call upon him. Yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. beginneth the ninth verse of the 44th chapter of Isaiah. Those who make an image, all of them are useless, and their precious things shall not profit. They are their own witnesses. They neither see nor know that they may be ashamed. Who would form a God or mold an image that profits him nothing? Surely all his companions would be ashamed and the workmen, they are mere men. Let them all be gathered together. Let, let them stand up. Let them, they, yet I'm they sorry, shall Jeff, I think I think we're uh, on uh, Isaiah 54, 1 through 10 today. Oh, I'm sorry. No worries. Sing, O Baron, you have not borne. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your mouth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth, for the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirits, like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. For this is like the waters of Noah to me, for as I have sworn that no water of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you, nor rebuke you, for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not be depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, 
and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath stood strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel. He promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson beginneth at the 15th verse of the fifth chapter of Ephesians. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the same, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. When eyes have seen thy salvation, thou hast prepared before the face of all people be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. 
He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed. Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, but also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. A couple thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, our Old Testament lesson comes from Isaiah 54. And in here, there's a lot of imagery of um, the nation of Israel uh, being married to uh, the God that created and redeemed Israel. Um, so, uh you have God as the husband and the nation as the wife. And, and this is, uh, this is the, um, the image of the sacrament of marriage, that the sacrament of marriage is, um, points to the mystical, myst mystical love of, of that God has with his church in that the role of God is the husband, the church is the wife. And there's a few things that, um, you know, practically speaking, is, is the, the church that is the one that, that bears the, the children of God. It is the one um, that gives birth to, to new um, people entering into the church. And uh, God is the one who protects and dies for his wife and for his family. And so these are these are roles that are are you know what makes this relationship work is that um, you know the sacrament of marriage is that um, is that a sacrament and is is meant to um, the uh, is meant to bring new life into the world and the husband is the one who's meant to have that selfless sacrifice for the family. And uh, this is, you know, comes from this Ephesians chapter, which is 
um, our, our New Testament chapter, which is what we read during uh, weddings for the epistle whenever you go to a wedding at St. Matthew's, they're going to read this. And it says, husbands, um, husbands ought to love their own wives uh, as their own bodies and who loves their wife as God loves the church. And so uh, God is the one, Jesus is the one who died for the church, for uh, for that family. He's the one that redeemed the church and brought them, brought the church um, into the glory of, of that redemption. A few other things that caught my eye as we were reading through this passage. Um, one of those is that um, God brings up the promise that he gave to Noah. It says, for me, um, like the waters of Noah to me, for I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. And so um, one of the things whenever whenever we go out and drive or you know after a rain, if there's a rainbow or we see a rainbow somewhere out there, um, my wife and I will always point to that and, and say that the rainbow reminds us that God keeps his promises um, because that is what God hung in the sky uh, after he saved um, Noah and those animals from the flood is that uh, he would not um, bring a flood like that again. And um, another promise that God has created is or made is that he would uh, redeem Israel. He would redeem his bride um, and save her from sin and death, which is what he did on the cross. Um, and in the resurrection on Easter day. So that is a promise that um, is being linked to that rainbow here in um, this, this passage from, from Isaiah. So just a couple of thoughts on uh, this evening's lessons. We'll continue with our prayer, um, our intercession on page 590 of the prayer book. And before we uh, pray that we'll take a moment to recall um, those who we are uh, personally praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for the sake, for his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord, make our common supplications unto thee. This promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, 
I will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Uh, thank you, Barb and Jeff, for reading and responding this evening. Thank you all for being here. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday night. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Andrews. Have a good Thursday, everybody. Good evening, everyone.